Hello and welcome to The Voice of Business, the Gwinnett Chambers online radio show and podcast. I'm J.D. Mealer, Senior Vice President of Commercial Banking at Regions Bank. Regions Bank was proud to be the presenting sponsor of the 2021 Gwinnett Chamber Small Business Awards. And on this special episode, we're going to meet some of the 2021 Small Business Award winners. Joining us today in the Business Radio X studio are... Melvin Everson with LaunchPoint at Gwinnett Technical College, and Donna Linden with Trinity Staffing and Career Resources. We're going to have a nice visit with these two folks today. I'm glad you're listening, and we're going to start with our friend Melvin. Melvin, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. Why don't you uh, start off by telling us a little bit about your organization, LaunchPoint, at Gwinnett Technical College. Well, thank you so much. Launch Point at Gwinnett Technical College is one of the many departments that fall under my responsibility. And the primary purpose and, uh, of Launch Point is to ensure that the students who are at Gwinnett Tech have an opportunity to have internships and apprenticeships with businesses in Gwinnett County as well as North Fulton County. And Launch Point Career Experience Center, as we call it, was made possible by the philanthropy effort of a good gentleman, Mr. Clyde Strickland in Gwinnett County. He came to Dr. Cannon at the college and said, listen, I want to put $250,000 here for you to create a career experience center here on campus. So these students will have an opportunity to come in and get prepared for internships and apprenticeships for businesses and industries in Gwinnett and North Fulton. Oh, wow. So, so so, what skills are students learning in the program? Well, it depends on what they're learning uh, as far as what, what the businesses are needing. Okay. And at Gwinnett Tech, we offer over 140 different programs at the college. Oh. From uh, skilled trade uh, such as welding, uh, mm -hmm. carpentry, uh, culinary arts, health care, you name it. So those skill sets are matched with the uh, purpose of the business who are looking for internships and apprenticeship. And the director of the Launch Point Center, Ms. Darcy Johnson, she goes above and beyond the call of duty to make sure those skill sets are matched to the business that are looking, that are looking for uh, internships and apprenticeships. How has that changed over the last, let's say, 24 to 36 months? You know, I think that, uh, I think that we see there, let me ask a question differently. Let me back up and say, it seems like there are there there are more people looking to get uh, skilled in a technical trade than automatically going for a four year degree. Am I am I right in that? You're absolutely correct. And one thing the pandemic had brought about is a paradigm shift. Okay. Because now we have more individuals versus going to a four year institution. Mm -hmm. They're looking at a technical college, which is a two year institution, to get that feel as to whether or not they want to continue on to a major university such as a Georgia Tech or Georgia or University of South Carolina or Morehouse or Spelman. And they get that two-year experience and it gives them a better understanding of what it's like before they transfer to one of those four-year major institutions. And we have articulation agreements with all four-year institutions in Georgia. Okay. Whereas when you graduate from Gwinnett Tech, which is an associate's degree program, mm -hmm. you can transfer to Georgia Tech, Georgia Morehouse, or Spelman 
with those credits that you earn at Gwinnett Technical College. That hasn't always been the case. Oh, wow. That hasn't always been the case. And But now we have that articulation agreement. Like we have students that um, just uh, transferred to Kennesaw State Engineering, okay. uh, Georgia Gwinnett College, uh, yeah. Georgia State for the healthcare. I don't know if you saw on the news here lately, uh, we, not Gwinnett Tech, but it's Chattahoochee Tech, had a 13-year-old student that was dual enrolled. He is now a sophomore at Georgia Tech. Major I did see that. Yes. Arrows. He was dual enrolled at Chattahoochee Tech. Yeah. Up in uh, Marietta. Uh-huh. He's now a sophomore at Georgia Tech. At 13. At 13. Yeah. Majoring in aerospace engineering. Yeah. Well, this uh, almost 50-year-old banker feels like a really silly dude <laughs> compared to that. <laughs> I have a question for you. So I got a buddy that runs a plumbing company. And um, do technical schools in the technical college or the technical system of Georgia train plumbers? Yes, they do. But we don't offer that program at Gwinnett Tech. Okay. But you do have technical schools that uh, train plumbers. Getting a plumber's license in Georgia is pretty uh, tricky, as as I understand it. Very Um, tricky. Probably an opportunity for us to... Yes. Get that a little more efficient. Matter of fact, I discussed that with Dr. Cannon as far as bringing that program back to Gwinnett Tech, but so far we haven't made that move yet. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yes. Um, I have a friend that's in the governor's office, and we've talked about trying to make that uh, a, a more streamlined process. I don't want to yes. say easier, but certainly streamlined so yeah. that so that these students can get out and earn. And, yes. you know, there's a uh, – the, the, with, with all due respect, plumbers are aging out. In the state of Georgia, uh, meaning that that our um, universe of plumbers are getting near retirement right. age, and we don't have a lot of young plumbers to come in. In the pipeline, the pipeline's very thin on that. And how about some other 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 technical areas where the pipeline is thin? Yes, in your welding. Oh yeah. Matter of fact, if you remember when the Mercedes-Benz Stadium mm-hmm. and the Braves Stadium up in Smyrna was being built. Yep. They had to share welders because we didn't have enough in the pipeline. Is that right? Yes. This is a known fact because I was on a panel with a member of the Arthur Blank organization in in Norcross, and he shared that fact with us. Wow. They were sharing welders because we didn't have enough. And right now, we have a very robust welding program at Gwinnett Tech. And the issue we run into now is once a business finds out and learns that we have welders there, mm-hmm. they hire them right on. What a, that's awesome. But right you, off the bat. Yeah. But they, we can never get them to the master level of welding because they go out and make all this money, and they're not coming back because wow. they're making money. But it's a very lucrative uh, occupation. You know, I, I – I, so I have two sons and two daughters, um, and, and I keep thinking that, that my boys need to think about a broader range of opportunities than just going to get a four-year degree. Yes. Because I, I'll, I'll say um, – now, now I'm, I don't mean to paint with a broad brush, but if you're a plumber or if you're a welder and you get paid a, a really – I think a really good wage mm-hmm. for difficult work – when you punch the clock, so to say, for your day to be over, there's not a lot of luggage going home with you in your mind. You just come the next morning and you pick up the job and you go do the next job. There's a lot about that that I would like. Yeah. See, now, believe it or not, when I was in college, I was a spot welder. 
Really? At Littleston Corporation in Cordell, Georgia, where we made the combines, the peanut combines. Wow, okay, Cordell. Cordell, Georgia. <laughs> I was a spot welder and uh, cutting sheet metal the whole nine yards. I did it. Yeah. It's very demanding, but it was very rewarding. But when the job was over, the job was over. When the job was over, it was over. You yeah. went on. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just pick up the next day and start anew. It was there waiting on you. Yes. So you guys won the uh, support system award at yes. the Small Business mm -hmm. Awards. Uh, what did that mean to you? That meant a lot to us because it shows that what we do is validated by the business community in Gwinnett County and North Fulton because we support small businesses with those internships and apprenticeships. Mm -hmm. And our main mission is to make sure they have all the resources that they need to survive and be retained here in Gwinnett County in North Fulton. And our motto at Gwinnett Tech is we train to retain. We train our students to retain the businesses in Gwinnett County to make sure they continue to be economically viable for this county. I, I, I continue to be amazed at the quality of community focus we have in Gwinnett. Um, you know, it would be real easy, I believe, for anyone to look at Gwinnett and go, uh, you got a million people, you got 180,000 students in your school system, this is just a banker quote, but you know, there's $19 billion in deposits in all your banks. Y'all are so big. But everywhere I turn, people are close knit, looking out for each other, got each other's back. And that is really, I think, a differentiator of Gwinnett, the Gwinnett Chamber, and, and what we do here. Um, so back to what you were talking about. We talked a little plumbing, we talked a little welding. Can you give me maybe a flavor for some other programs that you have to prepare the local work? I know you, there's 100 of them, 100, over 100. What are a couple more of your favorite? Well, right now, as we speak, going up off of 316 is our new Emerging Technology Cybersecurity Building. Oh. 34.8 million. Okay. When it comes to cybersecurity, it has taken off like a rocket, especially in this COVID environment we're yeah. in. Yeah. Especially with everything you uh, hear and see now about uh, cyber attacks and what have you. And I can mention one name, and, and I don't have to say anything else, the Colonial Pipeline. Mm. Yeah. It affected yes. the entire southeast part of the United States. It did. And right now, the cyber security field has taken off like a rocket. Got it. Well, look, I it, mean, at the bank, I want to say that last uh, year to date, we've spent, 65 million dollars on cybersecurity. I mean, you think about all the transactions that we have to secure, all the yes. all the data that we have to secure. That 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 sounds like a big number, um, but you think of everybody that's hitting us all the time and every single day, every minute, every regardless second, regardless of how small or how large your business is, cybersecurity is involved with it. We talked. I know we're not having a cybersecurity podcast, but you know, it's crazy to think that there are individuals. You get up and you go work at Lanier Tech, and, and, and Donna, you get up and you go work at Trinity Staffing, but somewhere there's somebody getting up and they're going to a computer and they're working as criminals. Right. That's right. Every you know, we need cybersecurity people yeah. to, to fend them off. I'm, I'm a victim of that myself. Oh, no. Yes. I was sitting in my office at Gwinnett Tech one Thursday afternoon, and I tell my staff to make sure you go online and check your financial status periodically every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. It was Thursday afternoon, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I go online to check my status, and lo and behold, that was the debit on there, $378 at Home Depot. And you hadn't been to Home Depot? I had not been to Home Depot. Oh. I called my wife. I called my son. No, Dad, we hadn't. No, honey, I haven't. 
Uh-huh. And I called my bank. I, told, I did not do this. The only thing I could find out, it was an electronic purchase, 378 bucks. They couldn't tell me who made it, how, except their electronic purchase. They couldn't tell me what they bought, and Home Depot couldn't tell me. To this day, wow. I don't know what happened, who had it, but they, they hit me, 378 bucks. I was able to get a refund, right. but I had to jump through hoops and sign affidavits and fraud right. prevention and fraud alert and all of this with the, uh, the bank and yep. uh, Home Depot. But it happens every single day. It, well, trust me, you are exactly right. Yeah. It happens all the time. So cybersecurity is a big deal yeah. at uh, Gwinnett Tech. What else is uh, on the rise? Right now with the pandemic, healthcare. 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 Nurses. Shortage CNAs, of nurses. Shortages. You know, North, uh, I'm not, I'm, I, when I say Northeast Georgia, I'm not talking specifically right. about Northeast Georgia health systems, but I have seen that I think the Northeast Georgia region mm-hmm. is like short 800 yes. nurses. Yes. Y- y'all, I mean, how many classes of nurses would it take just to fill wow. up 800 shortage? Yeah, it'd be quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. And the issue we ran into when the pandemic hit, we were able to switch it on a dime and go virtual with a lot of the classes mm. uh, and programs we offer at Gwinnett Tech. But a lot of them we can't go virtual because you have to be in, per- in person yeah. as far as uh, cosmetology, welding, carpentry. You can't do that. Yeah, nursing, too. I would nursing. think if you got to learn how to give a you shot. You have to or? have the clinicals. You have to have the Clinical. lab. To, the lab. You have to be in place. And when the pandemic hit, uh, we were in a bind because a lot of the hospitals were not able to offer clinicals for these students to get that clinical mm-hmm. experience. That created a Wow, conflict. we are behind because of yeah. that. I didn't think about yeah. that. Um, okay, this is unscripted. I want to know, and, and if not, if I'm putting you on the spot, I apologize. Do you have an interesting success story of a student that you know of at Gwinnett Tech that, that went through the system that, that accomplished some goals or any – any success story of a student that comes to mind? Yes, a young lady, her name escapes me right now, but she came back to Gwinnett Tech at um, relatively not so young age. Okay. She wanted to get her degree to be the first in her family. Oh, wow. She graduated from Gwinnett Tech at age 55. Wow and went on to Georgia State to pursue her degree in nursing. That gives me chills. As a matter of fact, she was on Channel 2 News, did a special on her. Wow, what a great story. Yep, yeah. that's just one of many, that, but that one stands out to me. Yeah, I, I can that understand why. I mean, th- th- we, we've done, this is our third podcast for the day, and all of them have had a very interesting theme of continuous learning. Seems like, um, you know, uh, you just can't stop learning. I think that there's different ways to say it. Right. Um, you either have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset is one way of saying it. Simon Sinek, the author, talks about having a finite mindset or an infinite mindset. Um, so what a great story of, of, of never stopping learning. Um, I'm going to have a common question for both of you, and it's this. And in, in, in wrapping up with you, Melvin, it's this. Hindsight is twenty twenty. If you could go back in time... What piece of advice would you tell yourself when you started your career journey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit back on this, and Melvin's going to dish some. He's going to bring in some heat on this. Well, well I live by the philosophy from a, a young man I listen to quite a bit, Dr. Darius Daniels out of New York. He said, life is lived forward and understood backwards. 
Life is lived forward forward. and understood backwards. And I look at that to your question. I look at that. What would I have done better? Yeah. What would I have changed? I would go with my gut feeling as far as what I wanted to do. Mm. As far as being out in doing things versus someone telling me no. And I share this with a lot of parents. Please don't try to relive your life through your children's lives. Oh, come on now, Melvin. You, hey, that, I'm being facetious That's, when I say this, but you can't go there, brother. <laughs> because a lot of parents, they want to relive their lives through their children. No, no, no. Let your child live their life. Can I ask yeah. you a – okay, so I'm sorry to go philosophical for a minute. In, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that thought just a slight different direction because I love that and I appreciate that you said that I'm trying to raise my own kids and I want to do it so that um, so that they learn along the way and mm-hmm. I do not mm-hmm. live my failures through their right. successes um, but but you deal with young people a lot um, how important is it through an educational process to allow our children to fail from time to time. I'm not talking about failing a class. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about failing in, you know, a long life's journey to learn something new. Uh, said, said a different way, parents are very protective and don't want their kids to fail very much. Right. Failure is an opportunity to learn. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I also you live by this philosophy as far as when you win or when you succeed at something, that's victory. I don't measure the character of a man or anyone by how well they handle victory. I measure the character of an individual about how well they handle defeat. Oh. Because we're gonna handle, we're gonna have defeats. Yeah. And if you knew my, my background, you would be surprised that I'm sitting here right now. Wow. Because I was born three hours after my mom left picking cotton in my dad's cotton field. Mom came home for lunch at 12 o'clock Three o'clock that afternoon, September the 24th, 1957, I discovered America. Wow. My goodness. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you never would have guessed that. When people look at me, I'm like, no, 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 no. And my older siblings, they'll tell you, he's right, because we remember we came home, we had an extra sibling. He's just there. <laughs> he was just there. Wow. And along that journey, right. you've learned the most yes. a, 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 among your failures. Yep. And yet you can tell most about people by how they act when they fail as opposed to how they exactly. win. Act like you've been there before. Exactly. Wow. I'm sorry to go down that philosophical <laughs> mindset, but uh, I just felt like it was yeah. in you, and I'm happy yeah. that you would share that with yeah. us. That is wonderful. Yeah. Any closing comments for the uh, for the Gwinnett Chamber or for listeners in general? Well, I just appreciate the Gwinnett Chamber for all that they do because I work very close with them, Partnership mm-hmm. Gwinnett and Economic Development Arm. When I have a business look to relocate or expand to Gwinnett County, they bring us in and mm-hmm. we share with them what resources we have at Gwinnett Tech to make sure that they uh, remain in Gwinnett County. Yeah. And I always say, train to retain. Because we want you here. Your business, we want you to be successful because when you're successful as a business, economically, all of Gwinnett County benefit. And the chamber plays a vital role in that. Yeah, we're we're blessed to have a special chamber. You know, just uh, 
you say that, it makes me think uh, a young man that works for me is going through uh, Gwen, uh, Leadership Gwinnett yeah. with the Gwinnett Chamber. What a fantastic yes. program. It's awesome. Wow, what a program. You get to learn about all of Gwinnett County. That thing, yeah. is, that thing is awesome. Melvin, thank you for being here today. Well, thank thank you. you for participating. Thank you. We really appreciate you very much. Let's nice. turn our attention to my friend Donna Linden. Donna, I have shared our story about you. <laughs> so for those that don't know, I met Donna at the Chamber Business Awards because um, some folks that she had been sitting with sort of left her at a table, and and I was leaving my table to go do something else, and, and you came to sit with us at the region's table, and then you won your award, and we were there to celebrate with you, and your excitement to win this award, to win the small business award zero to five employees when they called your name your reaction was pure gold what did it mean to you to win that award oh my goodness it was just a humbling experience yeah. i mean even when i'm reflecting back to it right now i was full with so much emotions because it was like um so gr i was so grateful because of all my hard work and just the dedication that I put into my business. Oh, wow. And just to know that I was being recognized for the hard work and the sacrifices that I made. And just to receive this prestigious award by the Gwinnett Chamber, it just, it was just, like I said, I was full with so much emotions. And like I said, when I'm reflecting back now, this, the tears are rolling yeah. because it was just amazing to me. And I was so grateful. And just you remember that day yeah. when I said, to God be the glory. And I will always say that, but God gives all the glory of everything that happens in my life. And I was just so grateful. And I just thank the Gwinnett Chamber and the Select Committee and Mick and Callie for the support that they give for the small business. Mm -hmm. It was such a special day. And, and I, can, I can see the emotion. Uh, by the way, um, <laughs> Amanda brought you. <laughs> that is wonderful. <laughs> Um, there, I was looking so forward to spending this time with you because I wanted to know what made you tick, and 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 it's and it's hard. But before we get there, tell us about Trinity Staffing and Career Service. Tell us what you do and how do you do it. Give sure. us a little commercial for your company Absolutely. that you put so much hard work <laughs> into. That you're so proud Absolutely. Of. Well, we provide direct hire placement for various industries, including insurance business professional services, financial services, slash banking, mm. and IT. Okay. And what our motto is, we're finding phenomenal employees to add value to your business. Now, how do you find phenomenal employees in, a, in, in an environment like this? It, it's not easy, <laughs> but I'm able to do it. I'm, trust me, I have to do a lot of times, I'll have to do searches on LinkedIn oh, yeah. and reach out to people and now I'm waiting for them to respond back to me. I will, you know, I will also go to a lot of different, um, you know, job networking ministries. I'll post through them. Okay. And just like I said, various, various areas. So let me ask you, is, is Trinity uh, staffing is that a, a, a franchise or is that your very own? That's my very own, yes. Wow. Yes. That's pretty amazing then. Yes. So So you're, you wake up in the morning, you are Trinity, you're running I'm the whole thing. Yes, sir. 
And uh, so LinkedIn is one resource that you use. You network a lot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Trust me. Yes. How do you know when you found a phenomenal employee? How do you know? What are their traits? You know what? Sincerity. Okay. And enthusiasm. Ooh. Because I promise you, when I could see, like, listen to a candidate and I could hear that passion Mm. and I can feel that, and I trust me, it's just I get a feeling of that the the spirit of that person that I'm talking to, Mm -hmm. and then we're flowing in a conversation and I'm asking them direct questions, and sometimes I'm asking them some very technical questions, and sometimes I'm just asking them some general questions and everything. And like I said, I'm just waiting and listening, listening clearly for Mm -hmm. their responses. And like I said, by the end of the conversation, and I can know whether I'm going to actually move this this candidate on, or whether I'm sorry, but thank you for your time. You know, and I I know that they kind of screened out of the process. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's a success. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, if you got somebody to move forward, then you're moving them forward. If uh, if they don't for whatever reason, then you've done your job as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that every candidate that comes my way, and I call them professionals, I thank them for their time. Because sure they didn't, ha- yeah. Because they didn't have to, and I—that's the first thing. When I start off every conversation to them, and I've—I've I've done this since day one. Thank you for allowing me the time to talk to you, and I just literally I start off with that, you know, and, because you didn't have to. You didn't have to pick up my pick, you know, pick up the phone and allow me to talk to you. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> wow, um, sincerity—that's one of the qualities you said. Sincerity and enthusiasm. Absolutely. Do you feel like sincerity is lacking in today's world some? Yeah, because, you know, I would say yes, because a lot of people have been so, I would say just fake. <laughs> Let's just be real. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody, yeah. everybody's trying to put on this such facade of this, but just be real. Just be yeah. who you are as a person. Right. Because people respect you being real versus you putting up this facade of who you think you are. But just be who you are because people will like your sincerity. Well, is it, I mean, as, as a recruiter, I mean, it's your job to be able to bust through that wall of sincerity or insincerity. I mean, right? I mean, you can't, you can't vouch for somebody and place them in a job if, if you can't. Your sincerity meter has got to be on point. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and sincerity. And also, you got to be truthful because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times they'll have the stellar resume. And I'm looking at it, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay, okay, you next to, like, gold. Okay, let's – I see the resume, but let me see the per- – let me know who the person is. So that, that that's really true in today's world, right? I mean, everybody's got their social media profile where it's all, you know, uh, butterflies and rainbows, and, and nobody uh, really wants to uh, – you know, I'm not saying it everybody needs to go to Facebook and put up all their, their losses. But you know, they're, they're when, when you're looking for a job, authenticity needs to be one of the most absolutely valued, um, absolutely. competencies. Absolutely. So, uh, how did you learn to discern authenticity through a phone call? To be honest with you, it's just, I would say it's just came natural. Yeah. It really has because like I said I just I just literally just try to listen for, you know, the person's the person, mm-hmm. you know, for who the person is. And I'm listening to the conversation that we're having and that's literally how I could kind of pick things up because a lot of times people will expose themselves whether they mm. know it or not, mm. depending what they say. 
and you can kind of pick up on different things of who they really, really are. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, and I just, like I said, that's why I said I just, it's something that it just, I've just picked it up, literally. And are I you just, good at asking difficult questions? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and <laughs> I promise you. And I promise you, the candidates will tell me, that was a difficult, and they literally will tell, you know, that's uh, good. agree. That's good. Nobody asked it. Because I'm supposed to do that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, uh, an employer is paying me, number one, they to screen in or screen out. Yep. So they don't want me to send them candidates where it's going to be like, why did you send me this candidate? Yeah, you don't want that. At, at the end of the day. So that's my job is to, to, to do a great job in the screening process up front. So that's why sometimes I'm going to ask those difficult questions because that's what the employer will want me to do. So are you on retainer with certain employers? Contingency. Contingency, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to build relationships on both sides. Absolutely. You have to build a relationship with these employees. So, you know, somebody from the Gwinnett Chamber, they're running a business, they're, they're, they're seeking uh, some help in acquiring new talent. Where do they find you? You know what? It's amazing that you said that because my very first client, literally, I found from the Chamber. I literally was on a network. Um, they were doing uh, a ribbon cutting okay. at a car dealership on satellite. And I just happened to, because, you know, I network. Yeah. And I just happened to go there, and I was literally over the, uh, I was went to go get some food, and I just happened to be talking to um, the manager of this company. And he was like, and he was actually, he, you know, we just had, you know, chit-chatting and everything. And I said, Hey, you know, and he was like, well, what do you do? And I said, you know, I'm going to have my own staffing company. Really? Well, I'm looking for th this position and everything. I was like, really? So I said, well, can I get your car? He gave it to me. And I guess, you know, a lot of time when they give it, they think, oh, well, you know, she probably ain't going to follow up. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, yeah, by no, Monday, by up. Monday, I followed up with him. And I said, hey, I reached out to him on the email. You remember me, you know, that we was chatting and everything, and you said that you had a position to fill. I would love to see how it would be able to assist you filling that position. And he told me the position and everything. And lo and behold, this was the most ironic story. Lo and behold, when he shared with me the position, I was like, wait a minute. One of my good friends has that skill set. I reached out to her. I said, hey, I got a job for you. Really? I, when she looked at no. the thing, it was literally she got she had she got the job literally within like a week and a half. No way. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yes. It could, you could have written that out. Any no, better. no. I That's promise you. <laughs> That's a blessing for sure. Tell me, um, who has been influential in your business journey? In my business, number one, God. Amen. To God be the glory. Mm. Family, friends mentors and of course my community yeah you're surrounded by great folks i can absolutely. tell absolutely absolutely yes time with you. i have a good support unit um when you say mentors mm -hmm. maybe not by name but what quality and mentors um you know draws you out sincerity and also spiritual okay because all my mentors i promise you they got the spiritual too okay of course uh that's that's the full circle yes you surround yes. yourself by uh, people that, that you want to be like, really. Absolutely. Um, I'm also given a, uh, another question. Um, what does PPP stand for? <laughs> for uh, preparation, 
professional, and phenomenal. Okay, tell me more about that. Is that your <laughs> motto? Those, those, those are the mottos. Uh, preparation, because we make sure that our candidates are equipped and prepared for, for the client okay. and professional. We are literally evaluating uh, the candidates because we want to screen the candidates thoroughly for every employer to give them the right fit for that particular company. And phenomenal, of course, we want to provide excellent, excellent service exceeding and above to every employer. Wow. So you are, you're the original PPP, not that yeah. stuff SBA Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Yeah, they took that from you. We need to call an attorney and get them in here now. Absolutely. Uh, Donna, the, the, the same question that we've been closing out with all interviews, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you could go back in time, what piece of advice would you tell yourself when you started out on your business journey? And I would, I have three points. Okay. My first point would be to keep up and to frequently evaluate your business plan. Okay. Ooh, very good. And number two is to listen to people that have your best interest at heart when they're giving you sound advice. Mm. And number three, to truly evaluate the professional help that you're paying for and just wow. to be cautious. Wow, those are all very, can we go back to two for a second? Yes. Um, there are a lot of people that would far more prefer to listen to somebody else's opinion because they think it's cool mm -hmm. than the opinion of someone that they value. Absolutely. Um, that, that, that's troubling. Why, why do we care more about what people that don't care about us think than the people that do care most about us? And how do you personally, how do you identify people that you want to, uh, to allow into that inner circle? You already said faith, which is good. I mean, it's, it's the primary thing in many of our lives. What's it take for someone to break into the inner circle of Donna Linden? Character. Yeah. I'm looking at your character. Amen. Not what you not what you say, but who you are. Oh wow. Because people say a lot of things, but let me see let me see your walk. Mm. Let me see who you really are. Mm. You can say a lot of things, but if your character and your actions don't align with what you're saying, then you're just talking. Okay. Um, when you're evaluating a candidate for a job, do you do a social media search? Oh, absolutely. And they'd be surprised because, you know what, I have found a lot of times your resume say one thing and your social media say a whole other thing. Because, first of all, I'll start with LinkedIn because a lot of times your re their resumes is not even the same as their LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So, yep. okay, why, why is the discrepancy? Why, yep. the, why are your years off? You have two years over here, but you got five years over here. Okay. What's up? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, I promise you, they're so shocked to know that I go that extra mile because a lot of times, unfortunately, recruiters, they'll, they'll just stop with the resume. Yeah. But you have, you know, a lot of recruiters. Well, your reputation yeah. is on the line. Absolutely. You. Absolutely. You it's my brand. Yeah. And that's what I tell brand. people. I said, I said when, I, when I submit a candidate, that's my brand. So if I'm submitting some, a candidate that's not truthful, that I've seen discrepancies in, in their resume and, in their, and then also their LinkedIn, and then, you know, that's a, that, that's a problem because now they're looking at me like, didn't you see this? Mm -hmm. Why would you send this candidate? So it's not, it shouldn't be about the money because at the end of the day, you want to provide value to every employer that, 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 that literally is going to give you that commission for that candidate. Well, I and, got, 
you know, I just got to say, if anybody listening needs to use the services of a recruiter that is going to represent you in the marketplace, that is going to find you the appropriate people, you got you to gotta call Trinity Staffing and Career Resources. The, the, the approach that you take to your job is, um, is, is the exact reason you won this award and why those people come to you. And, and it's such a blessing to have uh, spent this time with you today. What would you, what would you say to the chamber and what, what comments would you have in closing this afternoon? I would say thank you to Nick and to Callie for their support that they unwaveringly give over and over and over to, to small business because without their support and you know the recognition that they constantly give to small business that we can get lost. Mm. in the shuffle because yeah you got all these businesses but a lot of people mm. forget most it's more small businesses the majority of the businesses are small businesses oh, yeah. versus large businesses so it's a fact so at the end of the day so, you know we're just grateful for what the chamber does for small business so thank you to the chamber and we just want to continue to just be what we can for the people in the community of Gwinnett County well, and you keep doing that because your job and your approach to your job is refreshing, it's valued, and, and I'm grateful to know you. And thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. This has been Gwinnett Chambers' online radio show and podcast, The Voice of Business, featuring small businesses. You can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking The Voice of Business. The show is also available on Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our future shows. Until next time, I'm J.D. Mealer with Regions Bank, and you've been listening to The Voice of Business, presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce on Business Radio X. Radio X.